What's up, everybody? It's Andor TV Talk. You know, one of the things I've noticed about this series is that it is not afraid to be very, very, very different. I think that there's been some discussion about how they structured like three episodes at a time being very almost like you're stepping into a completely different show. And it's it's almost well, I don't know, I wouldn't call it subtle in the way that they do it, but it's kind of artful, let's say, in the way that they go about it. We've got very much kind of a Shawshank Redemption going on with this you know, dystopian future-esque corporate prison type of experience. And we finally see that the middle manager in prison dude that's also tries trying to like grind out his time and everything. He knows that Andor and his buddies are kind of low-key planning a prison break, but he's not ratting on them, but he's not supporting them. He's just trying to keep them in line. He just wants to kind of go about his business, keep his head down and keep everybody doing their thing. All of this comes to a head when it's discovered that, of course, on another level, they're just shifting prisoners around. Now, it's said that it was a mistake, but it's never quite clear as to whether or not it was a mistake. It's very possible that since putting in these new you know, laws or whatever it may be in the empire, that nobody is getting out of prison. They are essentially, effectively, continued slave labor for the remainder of the empire for however long that should go on. And this is kind of the breaking point for uh, Andy Serkis, right? Like now he's like, okay, I get it. Because <laughs> he is such a hardcore dude. Welcome to the resistance, brother. Like we're, we're, we are p- pleased to have you. So that was really great to see. We also uh, see how like even the doctor that is on staff there, well, quote unquote on staff, uh, you know, the prisoner doctor is very much like, look, I'm just going to make sure that you clock out now because everything else is so much worse awful even the dude that, that that died this episode did you know speaking of Shawshank redemption had that uh what was the guy's name briggs or something like that like the old dude that pushed the book cart in Shawshank redemption kind of got vibes of him in this a lot, of, a lot of Shawshank, you know redemption vibes in this i dig it i like it a lot even like sneaking into the bathroom and like cutting off on the you know just rubbing very very little bits at the time away at the cables very very cool cassian and or crawled through filth thanks <laughs> of which okay I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do the boys. We also get the revelation that one of Andor's cohorts on the rebellion is actually cousins with Mon Mothma and happens to have all of the cash lying around that Mon Mothma needs, but neither one can really talk about what's going on there beyond obviously what they share in this episode. The tensions continue to rise. We see that they're gonna have to get their hands dirty, that they are gonna have to go through this Davos uh character. Interesting. The name sounds slightly familiar. There's been some commentary around perhaps this is like a reference or kind of a wink at like the Swiss banking industry or something of that nature. The mindset is they need to kind of funnel, launder this money uh, in order to get it where they need it. And in this case, likely the rebellion in some sort of massive kind of, you know, getting them kind of defensive weapons that they're going to need because my guess is it is going to be revealed by the time that we come to the, the season finale that Cassian has been working on parts to the Death Star. I mean, one imagines that it could very easily just be a starship and everything else, but given how this kind of plays out, given this is a sequel to Rogue One, it it just makes sense that he might be, you know, he's, he's there, he's working on the Death Star. Now we finally get the love connection of the century in, you know, uh, Madam Empire. After uh, a a long day of torture, she comes back to the office and she finds Forum Boy here. You know, he's he's like, he's all obsessed, right? He's like, I I just, I just love the Empire and Order so much. And and you're like, you're like, you're like the Order of the Empire and a person. And I love you and I want to be with you. And it's creepy, creepy. So he's going to go full stalker mode. He's, He's going from hanging out on the forums do we found a girl that he likes and now he's going to go full stalker mode on him. She's not feeling this. I assume she's not feeling this. It would be really weird if she came back and all of a sudden, like this is the love connection of a century, but I, I don't, I don't think that's the case. Speaking of the whole torture scene, that was intense. They were using the screams of children of this, I guess, alien species 
that have some sort of like psychological trigger on whoever hears them. And obviously the doctor who's working on this is full on mad scientist. It's like super calm, super chill, but talking about some really deeply disturbing stuff. They also mentioned that they haven't gone after Cassian's mom yet. They're keeping her as bait. So it's likely that she'll pop off. It's likely that she'll pop up here in the near to next future. One imagines I'm looking forward to the prison break. I think that's where we're headed next. And my guess is that by utilizing or by kind of like setting up Cassian's mom figure for bait, that's going to be kind of the further, you know, push to bust out of prison. That being said, I don't know how he would get that information unless the empire just kind of like laid it out there for him. But why would they do that? Anyway, so all in all, this series continues to be, you know, it's not like fun, but that's okay. Like not all television has to be fun, but it's really interesting. And it's, it's, it's a very cool kind of gritty study of rebellion, resistance, revolt. I'm, I'm, I'm really digging the way in which they're kind of exploring all these characters, especially, or I guess not even characters, but these facets of the universe through all these characters, most of which other than Mon Mothma and, and Leia for two seconds that we've never met before. And so it's, I think it's awesome. I'm, I'm really digging it. But I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Head over to tvtalk.fm for all of our contact information where you can share your thoughts there. Hey, if you haven't heard already, we've got a trailer for The Pirate's Daughter. Now, this is a project that is only able to happen with your support. So if you head over to findeversale.com, that's findeversale.com, you can support us right now. We very much need your support. If that's something you want to hear. If you don't, that's cool. But if you do, it ain't going to happen without your support. So head over there, findeversale.com. Thank you all so much for listening. Talk to you all next time. Until then... I'll be back in a flash.